What's good, family? You're tuned in to Do The Work Podcast, the place where commitment meets transformation, man. I'm your host, Harold McGee Jr., and I believe that dedication can rewrite destinies and that the journey to mental wellness is a path worth walking. Real talk. Each week, we dive deep into the topics and stories of men who face the odds, who've turned their setbacks into comebacks and transformed their fears into purpose. If you're ready to be inspired, to be challenged, and to do the work necessary for your own mental wellness and growth, then you're in the right place, man. Let's go. Uh, so look, y'all, we're yeah. back with another episode yeah. of Do the Work with Herman McGee Jr. And work. today, let me tell y'all, I have a special guest yeah. in store for yeah. y'all. Oh, I and love it. Hey, this hey. guest. <laughs> this guest, I have none other right. than my man, the vegan king himself. <laughs> you know, discipleship extraordinaire. Come on, businessman to the Woo! max. Can't take him out of St. Louis, but you can't take the St. Louis out of him. <laughs> we got we got my man who loves to have conversation, a yes. prayer warrior in every might in every right. Yes. Man, we love doing life together. Almost he dead. love coconut water. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, for sure. I'm talking about, I have my dear friend, oh, my yeah. prayer partner, yes, sir. Stan Jackson, yeah. y'all. All right. <laughs> I like that rendition. I love it. Uh, let's do that again. <laughs> Thank no, you for having me, Harold. No, sure, man, I was, sure. telling, I was telling Kyle, man, um, I the, the word says that others esteem you higher than you yes, sir. yourself. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, and I think one of the things what men don't get is that good recognition like that. Yeah. You know, uh, we always trying to find it in objects. Yeah. But when another man respect another man and love on another man, a lot of people don't think that, you know, where I came from, that's awkward. But that's not really awkward in the community that we're in right now. Yeah. Because we need to lift each other up because there's always something trying to pull us back and pull us down. Yeah. You know, I, so I, I appreciate I, that. Thank you. I, I'm I learning to receive it, too, because I yeah. was always not like that. bro. And, you know, you I know, I was always always like that. I listened to um, shout out to KB. Uh, Southside Rabbi podcast. Okay. Southside Rabbi. He he and his friend. Uh, I mean, they do that. They they build each other up. That's nice. I love uh, that. And I like man. Like that's something that I really yeah, want to yeah. do. And but like you said, th- this podcast yeah. is for men. Yes, sir. You know, other people gonna watch it. Women gonna watch. Kids yeah. gonna watch. People gonna watch. Yeah, and, la- and ladies, take it, take it, and uh, and 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 just like you do everything, yeah, I can make a little to a little something to something big. If you, I mean, in a great way, because that's what God gave you, you know, to us, because we had to balance us out. Yeah, yeah. But you know, if you have a brother or you have a, a husband or you have a father, whatever it is, take some of this information. And that's yeah. my old pastor used to say. Uh, he says, "Eat the meat, spit out, out the bones. bones." Yeah, unless you're making some good ramen with that bone broth. <laughs> No, the car would look like. How do you, you never do had, that? You never I, had Roman? Yeah, I did. I, I, that's back. That's back in the day yeah. for me. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, not not noodles. Like not, not noodles. Not the noodles. I'm talking about authentic ramen. 
No. Like Japanese style ramen. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. For sure. They oh, make the good. bone broth. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. got to let that thing simmer yeah, for gotcha, hours. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Until the marrow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But, if you, but if you're not eating ramen, you just spit out the bone. Yeah, that's, 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 uh, <laughs> oh, man, where you had that at? So, true story. So, we're not, we're not going on a rabbit trail right now. We still good? A little bit. Okay. But this is how we do. Okay. This is how we yeah, do. Okay. Because we got time. Okay. So, um, I was in, I was up north in, I think it was Ottawa, Illinois. Not Ottawa. Um, maybe it was, it was Ottawa. I don't know. But I was in this this small town. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was called Bash Burger and Sushi House. <laughs> okay. My same reaction. <laughs> so they were like, hey, we're going to have a, we're going to have a get together at Bash. And I was yeah. like, okay, what's that? And they was like, oh, it's a burger and sushi house. Yeah. It's like burger and sushi house in the Midwest. There's no fresh fish. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, and so, but we went and it was, it was a slamming. So I had, um, one of, one of the soldiers, one of the officers was like, Hey, you should, we, I'm going to get me some ramen. You should try the ramen. Mm. And I was like, ah, I had noodles before. Mm -hmm. There's like, no, not top ramen. (laughs) This is authentic ramen, homemade noodles. Broth, steamy, hot, big with, bowl. with chicken breast yeah. cut up. Now I was like, okay, let me try this, bro. The, the flavors okay, I'm sure. are so savory. I, I bet. So savory. I bet. And the noodles, you can, yeah. the when you chew them, you can tell that they've been homemade. Was you slurping? I was a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, want, yeah. you know. It had a lot of juice in it. Hey, it was... Yeah. It was yeah. it was a giant bowl too. I was about to say, did you get seconds or you? Had no, I t- took it to go. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> man. Hey, yeah, and it's authentic but, too. But it was but it was good. And so my friend, my friend who lives in Marion, man, he uh, he had he makes authentic ramen, yeah. like Japanese style. I love it. And um, yeah, we're gonna have a ramen night. Uh, and see, uh, and that's what weeks. it is. Let's 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 feed off of that. So this is an authentic moment. So you, you, this is a Roman ramen, <laughs> ramen, ra- ramen, ramen, <laughs> burger and joint <laughs> podcast video, whatever. We yeah, do yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it's it. It's authentic love moment in, in, the, in, yeah. in the video podcast world. Yeah, yeah love yeah. it. Now I'm hungry. Uh, I, know, I know, I know, man. I know. I, it, yeah, yeah. Look, so, um, but we we good. Yeah. So yeah, so authentic ramen is yeah. is, is the joint. I had some in Chicago too. It was good, but. I don't think the noodles was authentic like no. the ones that I had the first time. I'm, I'm, I don't think they made it by hand. They just bought some and, and they threw it together. Yeah, you say Chicago, right? Yeah. Well, that's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but the, hey, but the broth, but, the broth was on point though. Yeah, the broth yeah. was on point. Well, yeah, Anyways, yeah. half and half is good. I guess. I guess. Yes, Anyways, um, so look, man, we on the we on the do the work podcast. So we going to talk about doing the work as men. For our mental health and our spiritual health. Yes, sir. Basically, so that we can mature and into our purpose and to our freedom and to yes, our legacy. Awesome. And so uh, what does doing the work mean to you in the context of mental health? Wow. So and how and how has how has this approach helped you um reshape your life as far First as of all, the doing the work you have to recognize that need to be work done. Come on. That's number one. Yes. It, that you have to recognize that need to have some work done, not on others, but on yourself. Mm-hmm. And the second one, you have to be committed to doing the work. So knowing that that's what doing the work means for you, how has those two things helped you reshape your your walk in doing the work? 
how it, first of all, the Holy Spirit has have helped me to recognize those two. Mm-hmm. And how it has developed me is it had made me more hungry to see what he put in me to develop, to do the work and to ex- exhibit what he wanted me to be like him. Yeah. And yeah. then how I'm ex- I, I can reach out to other people. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times the, there's a saying, your your pain is your ministry. Your, I, I don't know, man. Sometimes I, I agree with that to an extent. Your pain is your yeah. ministry. What I mean by that is a lot of things that God take you through or you go through and God brings you out of mm-hmm. and he brought you, which is a testimony. God will get the glory knowing that he put some in you to overcome. That's why he says that you overcome by the testimony. Yeah. Testimonies. Yeah. So when you are living this life of faith mm-hmm. with works, doing yeah. the work, yeah, it would actually expand so God could get his glory what he put in you because what the enemy do is trying to blind you and make you doubt who you are. Yes. And if you doubt who you are, how you hmm, let me just slow that down for a second. Let me let me rephrase. Pump it. the brakes. As a man, the number one thing the enemy is to force to be destructive. Come on. That is our human nature is to be destructive, especially if you are a man. And the second thing is to be a man is an abuser. Yeah. A worldly man, not a godly well, I was going to say, I was going to say that I think, I, I don't think, I, it, I, mean, I don't what, think it's nature. I think that's what, that's the, that's the, the, what the culture and society portrays men to be. And that's what we end up, that's can, what most yeah. men end up becoming because that's what's expected of them from society. But here's here's where I'm gonna break that up and I understand I thank you. My one of my mentors by the name of Miles Moreau, Dr. Miles Moreau, when mm-hmm. he says, When you don't know a purpose of a thing, you will abuse that thing. Yeah, and it, unintentionally too. So here's the thing when you don't know your purpose in life and the people in your life, you yeah. end up abusing it by default. Yeah. It's like it's you like you misuse um, it. It's like if um if I didn't know this was a was a table yeah and I start sitting on it yeah well you know you didn't know no better I didn't know I didn't yeah. no one told me that this wasn't a chair yeah it held my weight but but, <laughs> but here's the thing as a man what are some of the things that we do when abuse we do pornography uh we do alcohol we uh, probably go and overspend or abuse ourselves through trying to have multiple women. And then the society we live in, let's be honest with you, you don't know your identity, so you want other men. I'm just saying. Or both. Let's just be real. We're doing the work, right? Yeah. But the identity where God created us, if you go back to Adam and Eve, and when they was in the garden, what would Jesus or God say, which is Jesus, God say, let us go down and make who? Men in whose image? Oh, yes. Yeah, his image. So if we're not in his image, then what are we doing? We go back to the fall again. We're abusing what was created. We're abusing what was created. So look around so, you. So so would you say the purpose, the reason behind the abuse and destruction is is not knowing the purpose? It's called ignorance for a reason. Yeah. That's the kingdom yeah. of darkness. Yeah. Which I think is why it's important that we identify um very clearly what biblical masculinity and manhood is. Yeah. Because if we don't, we will, where there's no vision, where there's no clarity, we fill in the blank. The Bible says that when there's no vision in my people, what? They perish. They perish. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what that looks like. And if you don't have a clear understanding, which you read the word of God, mm-hmm. you're just drifting. Yeah. 
Yeah. You're just trying to do what someone else told you to do. We, they don't even know what to do. And then, you know, birds of a feather flock together. 100%. 100%. So, so listen, yeah. listen, I, I, I agree. Yeah. So, um, your pain is your ministry. And I heard it this way at, mm. at, in, in Atlanta when I was at, I lead at, at men church mm. that the session called men church. And he said, uh, pastor Jimmy said, um, or maybe it was Pastor Kenny. Anyway, one of them said that your wife is your blueprint. Mm. Meaning, he was saying, you, the Lord will give you a wife mm-hmm. that prepares you mm-hmm. for what he has for you. Most definitely. In ministry, in life, yes, sir. in business, whatever. Oh, yeah. Your wife is the blueprint. She holds you accountable. If, if this, but, she's but, a godly woman. But, uh, God-fearing woman now. No. Oh, she don't have to be God-fearing? She don't have to be God-fearing. She could be the one in the Proverbs the about blueprint. the bickering? She's the blueprint. Ooh, Regardless, mm. for instance, I came into our marriage mm. entrepreneurial. Got you. I wasn't always entrepreneurial, mm-hmm. but that was just where I was in that season, in that time, in that life. Mm-hmm. Um, entrepreneurial. And I thought that was what God wanted me to do forever mm. like i thought i was going to be an entrepreneur business person and make buku money and just have a nice family and go to church mm-hmm. um and do ministry on the side you know have mm-hmm. a little bible study here and there but <laughs> but when i married my wife all hell broke loose mm. like my wife will tell you we had the roughest three years ever yeah of marriage you, you know three is a significant number right yes yeah 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 but it may have been four, but I was just trying to be humble. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, um, life was really difficult when I got married. And my pastor at the time was like, look, Harold, I've counseled over 400 couples. Mm. Ain't none of them dealing with what y'all dealing with. Wow, bro. And I was just like, well, that's very comforting. Right, right. Yeah. Dude, wow, need to find wow. another counselor. Right, right. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> no, but what he was saying is he says, I believe God has a specific calling anointing and ministry over you guys oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. of the warfare. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That you're going through. And when I when he said the, the your wife is your blueprint, man, I never if if you would have told me when I was in college mm-hmm. that I would be counseling men, mm-hmm. that I would be Sitting, having conversations, helping men do the work mentally yeah. in their lives. Yeah. Like, boy, you crazy. Yeah. I'll be like, get into the money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, and don't forget other women, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get into it. Yeah. And so what it was, man, I never thought that I would be in a split in a in a in a I never thought that I would flow prophetically. Mm. I never needed to. Yeah. I never desired to. Mm-hmm. But I had to when I married Cassie. Mm. When I married Cassandra, my buddy was like, dude, like you flow in the prophetic. I'm like, no, dog. I married a woman who don't talk to me. Mm. And I was like, Lord, what is she thinking? Uh. <laughs> Why is she mad right, now, right, God? Right, right, right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and the Lord is like, you did this, and that's why she mad. Wow. And I'm like, oh, so I go apologize after the Lord shows me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Through the word of knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To go and apologize, yeah. I'm like, and so I'm just like, man, I had to learn to flow, yeah, because she wouldn't talk. Wow, I thought I was the only one. 
I really did. Yeah. And then stuff started happening to where she's dealing with things. Yeah. And she's expecting me mm -hmm. to comfort and counsel. Uh, you better hire somebody on, on yeah. better help. Yeah. <laughs> It's bringing the best out of you, right? <laughs> bringing the best out. Yeah. And so, but the Lord was showing me your 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 wife is the blueprint, which which which, like you said, your pain is your ministry, which brings me to this point, man, of a conversation that you and I had mm -hmm. um, that we can talk about here with the audience. Sure. Is um about how God, it's not only your spouses that do this, mm -hmm. but this is a universal principle. The Lord strategically and intentionally places people in your life mm -hmm. that rubs up against you. I love it. Yeah. And remember we were talking about that? Yeah, you told if there's me. A, if there's a door frame yeah. and yeah. you're a piece of wood mm. and you got some bumps on you right, and right. you can't fit through the door yeah. and God starts sending people to <laughs> sand your rough spots yeah, yeah. so that you can fit through the door he's called you to go through. Yeah, man, I love that when you said that in prayer one time. Yeah. And 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 how and that convicted. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, why did you say that? I don't want that saying on me. Don't you? But that's true. But it's true. And we have to learn how to be molded into what God wants us. Yeah, go and back. it's not and it's just, you know. It's like the potter's house, but yeah, y'all love the way you said sandpaper because it's it's there's some friction there. It's friction. It's rough. And we have to lean into the friction. When you made it that statement it's about the crushing yes and uh you know when god dealt with me about the trial tribulation the testing mm -hmm. right but when he start crushing you and you got to go through just like the wine press absolutely any men who might be going through something in a season right now where you thought that's unbearable or all right god forgot you God is intentional, being intentional, and God's being intentional when you think he's unintentional. Yes. But he's crushing you. Yes. For a new season. Yes. So when you ask that question, that pain point, mm -hmm. what that looks like, it's actually stepping in, walking by faith, and then receiving it and accepting it. Yeah. So you can go through it because when you don't know the word, it become very complex in your life when you yeah. just religion. Absolutely. Dude, check this out. And when you religion, you seem like you a madman, and then you're going to go and find your own antidote, your panacea in uh, Jack Daniel. <laughs> or. What? What? Or. Or. Some people addicted to going to church. Ooh, bro. That's the worst. Because you only getting that stimuli just for the singing praise or the title you might be using because yeah. the Bible says gift come without repentance. Yeah. You could be operating your yeah. gifts and you come home and be acting like a devil Monday through yeah. Saturday. People can get Mask addicted yeah, bro. to come into church oh, I seen it. to avoid yeah. doing the work yeah. that's required to grow and mature them. Your first ministry. And your only ministry that's going to be any have any true impact is your house Dude. as men, as a man of God. And even if you just a man learning about God, yeah, your first duty and your responsibility is to lead your family. Yes. Well, yes. before you yes. can lead your family, you must learn how to lead yourself. Well, first, dude, I was watching. People send me videos all the time. Mm -hmm. I never do anything with them. I'm going to start, though. <laughs> you got to show them the videos. What kind of videos yeah, uh, yeah. So they sent me this video with this prophet ah. got a divorce. Whoa. And he said he got a divorce because his marriage was not 
above his ministry. Wow. He said God wow. called him to ministry, Bro. not to marriage. Bro. And I was like, yo. That's, here's, the, here's the thing. That's dangerous. That's super dangerous because you, with what people do, especially yep. men, when you don't know any better, you overcompensate. Absolutely. And he was overcompensating for his failure. Yeah. Because this is how it's supposed to go. God first, then family, then everything else. Dude, in the book of Timothy, I think it's Timothy, when they when 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 uh the Lord is given the qualifications for eldership mm-hmm. and, and Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. He's about, telling, about deacon, yeah. And, and sure. deacons. He's yeah. telling you, bro, you gotta lead your house well first. Most definitely. Most he definitely. says it in the word. Yeah. How can you steward if you can't steward your house, how can you store the church or my his kingdom? Come on, bro. How how do you really truly minister effectively to his people? Yeah. How can you be the shepherd and lead his sheep? Yeah. How can you truly prophesy when you got bitterness in you? So, bro, I was. Let that sit for a second. I <laughs> I mean, this is true. It's true. I was so baffled. But one, by the fact that he believed that and was, and was sharing that with people. Two, by the people who actually think the same way. Condone that mess? So, so. Wow. You're. But you know why they did it? Because they're in the same boat. Yeah. It's called a responsibility. That's a such thing called emotional intelligence. We talked yeah, about Yeah, we talked about emotional that. intelligence. And but there's also such thing called the spiritual intelligence, which is this SQ. And what the Holy Spirit does, it trumps all of that. Mm-hmm. And if if God showed you about you in your marriage, that thing could have been mended. Oh, absolutely. That thing could have been mended. Where it was it is pride and selfishness. Yeah. And, and I'm, here's the thing, and because I, I, the reason I can speak on this because I've been married once before, and I used to blame them instead of blaming me, and not knowing that I had issues in me that caused them to act out on me. All right, that's a wrap for today's episode of Do the Work. Thank you again for joining us and being a part of this transformative journey. Remember, every person we've spoken to, every story we've shared, serves as a testament. To the power of dedication, resilience, and the unyielding spirit of the human soul. Your journey, your story is uniquely yours. But in each challenge, remember, there's an opportunity to rewrite your narrative, to choose freedom over fear, and to build a legacy that resonates for generations to come. Thank you for tuning in and being an active participant in your growth journey. Keep showing up. Keep doing the work, especially when it comes to your mental health. And until next time, take the lessons, embrace the journey, and always do the work. Peace.